The thing about comparing rates at Progressive.com is that by now you've heard a lot of ads about comparing rates at Progressive.com. We probably don't even need the words comparing rates anymore to remind you that seasoning steaks at Progressive.com is an easy way to save on car insurance. Or that swimming in trousers helps you find the lowest rate. And that's the thing about foraging for truffles. You've heard a lot of ads about standing tiptoe on a cinder block. Compare rates and <clears throat> sing softly to a wounded field mouse and save at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. The thing about comparing rates at Progressive.com is that by now you've heard a lot of ads about comparing rates at Progressive.com. We probably don't even need the words comparing rates anymore to remind you that seasoning steaks at Progressive.com is an easy way to save on car insurance. Or that swimming in trousers helps you find the lowest rate. And that's the thing about foraging for truffles. You've heard a lot of ads about standing tiptoe on a cinder block. Compare rates and... Sing softly to a wounded field mouse and save at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me for my podcast show, Nichelle Anderson, Short Stories and Beyond. In this particular week, it is November the 18th, 2019, and I am returning back with another bonus, bonus six, for my future series of Nahar and Princess Amenia. Okay. And the title today's short story would be The Commune of Leadership Bestows Upon a Future Mitzray Queen. So we're going to go ahead and jump into this. Let's go ahead and cover a couple of things before we get started. And this right here production, again, I like to say it's a part of my production mole. That's what kind of started the whole episode one season one right to start of this podcast show from my book Mitzrayam a memoir and I made that into a production which is a stage play I did for webisodes a short from that point on I did another feature film that was on Dot of New Day that kind of focused on a different timeline with W.B. Du Bois. I've been in the prep stage of preparing for the prestige return of Malay stage play it would be the third time it's a bigger production I have decided recently this that probably going to be the last stage play. I don't see it returning again. So once I have those dates announced, that is the show to attend. Okay. I want to kind of take Mole and do other things into that aspect, which in the future I will communicate that. So the stage play is my way of coming back in a celebratory way. It's a long journey. I wrote that book over two decades and did the stage play it was like this five of the main actors at the time from the book I did two stage plays and then this will be the third one but a longer production and more characters from the book and also some characters from this podcast that I introduced on this timeline so when that is rolled out please please take a look all right another thing I want to talk about kind of jump ahead here is I mentioned about the chapter notes please look for that I am now doing those since if you're not a part of a Spreaker membership and you're not getting that type of player that will automatically list the chapter notes I am making sure that is in the description of each episode and you should see that please go ahead and stay connected with my mole YouTube channel I really do need to focus more on that and promote it <laughs> I don't <laughs> as much compared to my other social platforms on mole which is Facebook or Twitter but please go ahead and check that out mole YouTube channel subscribe and also that's where you can see also the timestamps as well if you're not using Spreaker as your 
this distribution out for this podcast. All right, other thing is, uh, I just kind of highlight this is a premium podcast. Right now, I'm just doing a bonus. It does look like this will be all the way up until the first week of December. So you have one more bonus for this series of Nahar and Princess Aminia. So enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, normally it is a clip snippet that I release and to get the full sh- or additional content to be a patron member. So I just want to kind of put that out there. The other thing I want to touch on again is that I created my own merchandise uh, shop. I connected with Cafe Press. Now with Molay.com, there is a shop there that you can also purchase merchandise. Some of that is mostly usually get sold out or what have you status but with cafe press you could definitely go there and support this podcast which is cafepress.com nichelle anderson short stories and beyond and you can also go to cafepress.com forward slash mole m-o-l-i-a-e and that helps that's part of the website itself so you can get a t-shirt you can get all types of stuff mugs you know sweatshirt Got a lot of baby stuff on there you want to do. You want to go in and support the brand of this podcast show and Mole overall. Because I write other time periods, a type of sh- short stories here. Go ahead and support the podcast or the production Mole that way. All right. Again, this will uh, particular series that I'm working on now, focusing on that just right quick, will be up to December the 2nd, I believe, the first week of December. And now I want to talk about commercial ads. I like to, or at least I'm liking to kind of reiterate that. If you're downloading or playing it, please let the commercial play. It's like watching television. To be able to support that television show, they have to have have commercials and the advertisers support by having their ads or what have you play and for you to see it or consider it or what have you that basically finance the production now with podcasts takes a lot (laughs) to get any significant amount but it does help you know it's like reinforcement aspect as that too that can play in that so just like the commercial play I am only allowing it in the beginning and the end because I kind of think in the middle of my short stories here in this particular podcast I don't want to interrupt that flow because I know people want to get to the content and be able to not be interrupted so in the meantime beginning and the end let it play out when you play out it's actually giving credit that is actually letting the commercial play as if you're looking at television the commercial is playing so if you watch it through the commercial it helps that show well help this one right all right thank you so much for that and I always like to say thank you again I am seeing people purchasing my book Mitch Ram and I just want to say thank you for that all right so let's talk about the highlights today for this particular bonus six in the future series we are going to focus on today where Princess and me is have a moment with her father King Milan and they're talking about this commune of leadership this was brought up in bonus three where Nahar was reinforced encouraging Princess Amiya not to doubt her abilities that's when she was pretty much eight or ten or what have you she hasn't reached 12 because Nahar did say in eight star cycles Kadoom cycles so again I like to focus on or at least reference years with SARS if I'm saying that when he said that it's, I think that was averaging about four years three or four years what have you nonetheless we're going to focus on that moment where it she has turned the age of 12 so it was a lot of scenes that was coming through I can't wait I definitely will do a director clip notes of these series because a lot of visions that came through that I wanted to talk about and some things I I actually realized I was going to probably say this later that by going through this and being connected 
and the spirit is open for me to get the other pieces to this book that I wrote right to my book that I wrote I now figured out her necklace in the book she had this this particular necklace at the time I didn't know the significance of it but it's a moment in the book where she's told to hide it or that it's the importance of it but it never went in detail man a couple weeks ago I was so ecstatic it just I just kind of was sitting and thinking about this whole boards of this future series and it came to me of what that is and why it was so I'm probably going to bring that up when I do my director clip notes of this but I'm to kind of hurry up and <laughs> post something on social media about it but I had to hold myself back we're going to focus on this commune of leadership. All that's tied into the necklace that I reference in the in my book, Mitzrayam, and also reference to the phrase that people go through as being a part of that a, a future ruler. Okay, so we're going to recap. So for last week, time was bonus five, and that entailed when an opening to the unknown brings forth a new. And that's when Princess Semenya had plans to, you know, to meet up and do this secret location to where they found this particular uh, dunes of Osiris or the third rain language uh, that of the Akun or what have you and Nahar got to sh take her there and that's what happened pretty much last episode go ahead and check that out that's very good and also Damod first time on scene you don't get to hear him really say any words or lines but he is on the scene that I'm describing him and because at that time it connects to the book that they were about the same age all right so go ahead and check that episode out so let's go ahead and get started let's get let's get this done all right so let's begin for this week for my season three podcast show 2019 to 2020 Nichelle Anderson short stories and beyond for the future series featuring Nahar and Princess Semenya bonus six entitled the commune of leadership bestows upon a future Mitzray queen Opening scene. Within the hall of Nini War Room at the Mitzrayam Palace, we see King Milan and Princess Aminya. Now she is the age of 12, walking towards the King Asuta Terrace. King Milan had instructed the guards to stay at bay as they both continued to make their way down the hall. He was dressed in his royal king attire after meeting with his advisors. Princess Amelia was as well dressed in her royal attire, wearing a two-layer Mitzrayim Egyptian breast collar plate, showing a turquoise stone given to her by her father and mother. Her hair sparkled of the Nubian crown of golden stones roving throughout her braids to collate with the golden wristlet bracelets that she had on. When they reached the location of the Ashata Terrace, they both sat down next to one another as then one of the king royal female attendants poured them both some herbatet water made from the Nile and their container of crystal glasses. King Milan took a sip of the water, so did Princess Amenia. They both stared out before them for they could see the various hills of sand and a glimpse of the impending new pyramid set to start building soon. The breeze from the Nile entered their domain and brushed against their feet and their faces. Instantly they both smiled. Then King Milan, not looking at his daughter, spoke first with calmness. You should not be afraid to what is to be. I know you will succeed. Princess Amelia looked down for a moment and then back up forward. I am afraid that I will not succeed of the commune of leadership challenge. And you 
will not be of gladness, father. King Malan looked over to his daughter. I will always be of gladness of you. She teared up and he outstretched his arms and she hurriedly went to hug him and she said in his ear, I shall try, I shall do, father. King Malan nodded, hugging back his daughter, and he said, And you will. Many moments later, we fast forward in the days of Apsu, when we are deep in the Sadan, not known to many but those that are connected to the mystery school of thought of Mitzrayam. It was said to be between the Sababa and the Congo, located about. Princess Amelia is there with some of her classmates of the Mystery School of Thought of Mitzrayam, including Nahar, along with his entourage of friends. General Kamran Dittar was there along with Hillek of the first rank of the Hetet forces. Ezra and his 50 of his Thurabad's male and female attendants as well. There were about 50 of the Mitzrayam army guards along with Princess Hannah, all on the basis of watching the event. King Milan and King Hagar and most of the other rulers' parents were not, as this was the moment that their children had to prove themselves for the next level of their future leadership. They had to pass each of the trials. If not, they would not move on. In addition, there was young Damar of Sabare. He was there as well. He had already completed his trials of secession and mastery, and succeeded, of course. The young Damar wanted to sit on the far side and watch Princess Aminia and to support her on her time of moment to go through the challenge, as well as young future rulers in his region sat nearby Damar. Moreover, there were more other representatives of the same age of fellow students that attended either the Mystery School of Thought or similar war children teachings, all vying for their elevated level to move forward as their destiny outlined into future rulership. They were at this commune of leadership to prove that they were at the right level of expertise in several areas dated back in ancient times of the whole Sadan in combat decision-making, language expertise of multilingual ability, collaboration of strategic influence and cooperation with others. It was the last reign of test to earn the title and movement in movement upward into the mystery school of thought of those associated with it. Nahar had just completed all of his trials, one of them against Shahan that sat four rows down away from Nahar. Throughout the earlier event they crossed each other foresight and did not say a word. The continued discomfort and dislike amongst them continued of course, but Nahara was focused on the next challenge that entailed that related to Princess Aminia. But Nahar overall was glad that he succeeded to prove of his destiny plateau and earn his medal at such, as he sat in the nearby other roles and wait for Princess Aminia to make it through as well at her final stage to the comeback area of a fellow student. Her name was Kaluna, from the opposing tribe from the southwest and destined to be queen as well as Princess Aminia. She attended the Mystery School of Thought every even saw of two. In practice, Kaluna 
usually won by using a technique not undercut by the purpose set forth that Princess Hermenia was taught and practiced. Then the moment came. Princess Hermenia was dressed in a wrap, Egyptian Hanunit wrap to her knees with a golden breastplate adorned with gemstones for each saw that she had reached another age. Princess Hermenia was holding two of her father's sword and a shield on her back ready for usage if needed. Princess Hermenia was wearing no sandals as she stood on the cool sign before Kaluna. She could feel everyone watching them as the moment before them was about to start. Kaluna was smart and skilled and knew the pressure points that Princess Hermenia had on with her grand with her grandfather Tahib and his special council of combat. At the breath at the breath inward, the clack of the wooden claps were heard for both of them to begin. Kaluna took no time to charge at Princess Amina, but this time she was ready and responded with a two-sided uproar move that flipped Kalina over into the sand. There was a roar from the crowd. Kaluna, not liking to be undone, quickly got back up and they continued to fight and maneuver each other. Kaluna, at one point, won at that juncture, but as soon as she went for another lunge, Princess Amina counteracted and won two points for a move that was unexpected. Nahar immediately stood up before the others around him did and clapped. At that moment, it was Princess Hannah that was sitting course with the rest of the main attendants from Mitzrayam noticed Nahar and saw something that she never saw in him before watching her younger sister. On the ground Kaluna was getting impatient. She wanted to defeat and prevent Princess Amina from earning her communal leadership and her reign in area of the Sedan. So Kalina did one of her signature moves with a new twist and motion another. It was as if Princess Amelia felt what was there to lose, and then she heard Nahar's thoughts in her mind. He said to her, You can move beyond for what she tries to entrap you. It is yours to behold. Princess Amelia smiled and telepathically told him, Nahar, Arashe, your wisdom is true. Then the claps of wooden spills were heard and they started again. Princess Amelia bounced back the strikes from Kaluna and marked the earlier on Princess Amelia's arm God was giving to the same of Kaluna's on her guarded shoulder. As Princess Amelia was in the position for the win and as they both stood a few feet apart in a pre-attack pose, it was Nahal that said by thought into Princess Amelia, mine. Be watchful. There is someone behind you. Kaluna charged at Princess Amelia and was ready and responded telepathically to Naha. I see her too. Then Princess Amelia took out the second sword and battered Kaluna as she inhaled from the known source within as been taught to her by the Mystery School of Thought Elders and turned around abruptly to see the attacker that Kaluna motioned to charge at Princess Amelia back. Princess Amelia turned around and held out her right hand and used her levitation ability to push the female Nakia up and back, then down on the sand and made her completely out of it. 
The crowd rose, as did Nahav, so proud of Aminya watching her perform. Princess Aminya finished combating Kaluna, for her shock of Aminya moved her so that she stumbled and was stunned, and she never regained her posture and her position, or her footing, of course. Princess Aminya won that match and her commune of leadership title to progress to the next level of her studies and pathway to the rulership as a future queen of Mitzrayam. Everyone from the royal family of Mitzrayam that was there rose to their feet and other regions of people that were as well and they approached Princess Amenia to congratulate her. Nahar had to wait for his turn but was clapping as others were around him. Princess Hannah also noticed again as well she made it to Princess Amenia. When Damal came up and hugged Princess Amenia and they chatted and laughed as they both successes were amongst them. They were going to be rulers one day. Princess Hannah watched as Nahar's facial expression changed a bit, watching them too. And then she knew for what she saw earlier of Nahar, and now more so as Nahar was watching Dama and Princess Armenia together talking and laughing and enjoying the win and their success of reaching the next phase of their destiny. So when Princess Hannah reached Princess Amenia, they hugged and laughed as Hannah congratulated her sister. And then Princess Hannah said to her, Amenia, we need to speak alone soon. There is something you need to know and understand. Insane. Progressive presents The Sounds of the Old World. The year is 2019, and someone is waiting for the previews to start in a movie theater. Hey, you want anything? Popcorn? Soda? No, nothing? This has been The Sounds of the Old World. Brought to you by Progressive, where drivers can still switch and save like it's 2019. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Hey, what do you want to da da da? I don't know. What do y'all think we should da da da? Well, what did we da yesterday? Hmm, yesterday. All the dolls feel like the same doll these days. I know. Like, is today Monday or Tuesday? Today is Thursday. <gasps> oh no, I forgot to call my mom on her birthday. Oh no! No! These days, nothing is normal and everything is weird. But you could still save big when you switch to Progressive. That won't change. Not today or any day. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates.